Hey friends, Ashton Gustafson here. Happy New Year 2024. Welcome. Hope you're doing well. I don't know what episode this is. I think it's like 230? Wow, 230 times we've done this. For those of you that have been here a number of times, good to see you again. Uh, Good to be with you again. For those of you that are new, simple instructions here. Pull up a seat. Welcome. The water's warm. The eternal table has room for all of us. That's all I have to say about that. Um, Hope you guys are doing well. I am excited to get going into 2024. This year is going to be a lot of fun here at the podcast and I'm hopeful that I can find a little bit more rhythm maybe than I did last year. Um, So anytime it's a spirit of uh, beginning, uh, which is every January, and and we all get our uh, new motivation, we get our new uh, resolutions, we get all these new ideas about how we want to do these next 365 days, these next 12 months. Um... And I'm just here to share a little ditty, a little something um, that can maybe bring some freedom, some liberation, some direction, uh, some tailwind, um, or maybe just spark a little bit of curiosity for you, um, and especially your interior narrative, the inside voice, the voice that's inside of you. Um, because that's what we're all going against. That's, that's the headwind. All of our headwinds tend to be stories that we are telling ourselves. So, 2024. Um, I, as you guys know, a, there are some words that have just, maybe it's 10 years now, uh, they found me, I found them, however that works, I don't know. Uh, but ever since these words have come into my life, um, I have found flow. And, and, and I define flow um, really as a, a, a experiencing the music and the flavor and the journey of life. So I think naturally we, we, we tend to cling to the negative places in our life, the headwinds, the frustrating things, the stuff that's going wrong at work, the hurdles at home, the, uh, the guy that cut us off on I-35. We, we, we give a lot of, a, a lot of attention to um, what we perceive as negative. But we can immediately take what we perceive as negative, as long as we have some mantras to approach those moments with. Um, and, and the most helpful one is this, everything's happening for good. Not some things, not a few things, not every other thing, not every fifth thing. Everything is happening for good. So rule number one is we want to experience flow in our life. When we, when we think we are experiencing uh I don't want to say the anti-flow, but we're going against the grain, the headwinds, uh, the current. There it is. Against the current. We're not going with the flow. Uh, Just a little subtle shift of narrative. Hey, everything's happening for good. And I don't know how that works, to be honest. That's that's above my pay grade. That's Thank goodness that's not my department. Uh, 
uh, but it is helpful for that to become an anchoring mantra in our lives. It's all happening for good. And then another one is this, life is happening for me, right? So when the headwinds come, challenge at work, challenge at home, guy cuts you off on I-35, the immediate, immediate response typically is something along the lines of, this is happening to me. I'm a victim. And the good news we have to share this morning is that a little shift in moving that into life is happening for me. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, these asymmetrical places in life, they don't become so asymmetrical. They, they act, these cracks actually are ways that the light is trying to find a way to get in. Now, I'm not here to say that there is not tough, tough things in the human experience to navigate. Don't hear me say that. But what I am offering is just a little shift as we talk about flow. That as you, you experience the anti-flow, uh, the, the current, the headwind, anchor yourself and everything's happening for good and life is happening for me. Those subtle shifts. And these aren't announcements you make in the public square. These are not tweets. Uh, I don't know. I guess you could get a tattoo. These are um, just bedrock, baseline, anchoring beliefs that they. The, the more you engage them, the more you become them. And we've seen these people. You know these people in your life. They, they move at a different speed. They respond and they don't react. They tend to see the good in the midst of everything. And my senses are, even while they may not know it or may not say it the way we're saying it here today, something tells me at, at the cellular level, deep within them is a ringing truth. It's all happening for good, and life is happening for me. That's good news, my friends. That's good news. We could just shut it off right now and say, hey, go, go have a good year. Uh, but let's, let's now move into flow. And so flow is the music of your life, experiencing the flavors of your life, being uh, um, uh, hopeful and in high anticipation of the journey that you're on. Right? You just know that, it, that this story is, is unfolding in somehow, some way in the cosmic realm. You just happen to be a part of it. That's flow for me. Now, you, you, you got to find your way <clears throat> to say flow. You got you to find your way um, to speak that and live that in your own life. But at the end of the day, I, I think that if we could... if one of the things that we don't know how to say we're after is flow. Still haven't found what I'm looking for, Bono says. I will tell you one thing that you are looking for is flow. Flow. And you know it when you find it. And you know it when you find it that you never want to lose it. Now, the truth is, <clears throat> none of us live there 100% of the time. But that's okay. So how do we... How do we engage the flow? How does flow happen in our life? How does flow become a natural thing that happens? Not something that we force, 
not something that we manufacture, not something that we go buy. How is, how is flow something that just naturally emerges from our life? Well, it, it, begins, it begins with our habits. It begins with our habits. Now, habits, again, speaking back um, when we talked about the, the current I believe one of the biggest habits that a lot of us don't, that doesn't get a lot of talk on all the podcasts is our language, the words we use, the words we use. So when we use words like I'm just fighting fires all the time and I'm uh, every day is another battle, another day, another dollar. But when, when we, when you use that language, that language becomes your life. Your words become your life. That simple, right? So you've got to go into that place. Uh, this is not a place of ego. This is a place of true self. This is the soul level. This is a place of pure optimism, hope. Flow is always happening. You, uh, you always see the world through enchanted eyes, not disenchanted eyes. You've got to begin at that place every single day with your words. Habits. Habits create the flow of our lives. So the next things are like, you know, you can go, you, you've seen these wheels before, right? You've got the financial spoke, the spiritual spoke, the health spoke, the relationship spoke. I'm trying to remember what all's on there. Um, <clears throat> vocation, maybe that's on there. But it's, it's like the wheel of life. And just Google it. I, I don't know who invented this thing, but it, it's everywhere. Um look at the wheel of life and just get very honest about your habits. I had no I had no idea uh when it came to dieting um until I got a nutritionist that said, "Hey, this is here's the code for you to eat each day. I don't care how you eat it. If you want to eat 2 pints of ice cream, that's great, but then I'm going to need you to eat about 2 pounds of lean chicken." Um, and then you're going to get about one slice of sourdough bread, and then that's it for the day. It, it, I had no idea that, that there was a, a, a practice, a habit that I could enter into that really dialed in the dieting side of things, that then rolled into the nutrition side of things, that then rolled into the fitness side of things. Habits create our flow. And then you just keep going around to these daily practices, these daily activities, spirituality, right? A lot of people, you know, they, <clears throat> they talk about kind of a quiet time each morning. For me, it's a 20-minute sit. Sometimes it's lighting a candle and looking at it. Sometimes it's a 20-minute 20, 20 meditation sit. Sometimes it's a roomy poem that knocks my socks off, and I sit there and look out the window for 20 minutes. I, it, it doesn't matter what it is. It's just knowing that you got to have something. There has to be something if you want that flow to occur. Because flow, really, what flow ends up becoming is momentum. So gradually, we take steps. Suddenly, interesting things happen. For those of you in business... I'm in the business realm. Um, I have metrics on my desk every single day where I know 
before we even go out there and do that thing that the, the outside of the building says we do, these things have to happen. I'm not taking calls. I'm not going on appointments. This must happen. And I do it today, and I don't see any fruit tomorrow. I do it tomorrow, and I don't see any fruit the day after. I do it for a week, and I don't see any fruit for a month. But I do it for 12 months, and somehow, some way, interesting things start to emerge within the realm of business. So habits are kind of half of the thing of flow. If you're looking for momentum, tailwind, whatever it is, habits. Um, thinking of a book to recommend, I got a few of them here. Atomic Habits, James Clear. Homeboy's been on New York Times bestseller list for like a decade now. Uh, unbelievable. Uh, the One Thing by Gary Keller. Uh, Turning Pro by Stephen Pressfield. Essentialism by Greg McKeon. And let's go ahead and throw in there The War of Art, also by Stephen Pressfield. Great books. If you're looking to, to, to get something uh, better than my redneck mysticism uh, in the realm of habits, there you go. But there's another side, and nobody talks about this side. <clears throat> At least I haven't found them. The other side of flow, are you ready for this? Is surrender. So, on one side... It's stacking bricks. It's 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 almost it it feels physical at times, right? It's getting under the bench press and doing your reps. It's getting out in the market and connecting with people. This is this is the this is the physical the, the habits are the physical side of it. Um but the other side is surrender. And why would I put surrender? It has 50% of the conversation of flow. And, and this, this is why I do. So much of the angst, the unease, the frustration, and the headwind and fighting the current of our lives is always connected to our expectations. But I, I, I got under the bench press today and, and I'm not stronger tomorrow. I made 50 calls but no one answered and no one called me back. I hit the macros today, uh, but it didn't do what I wanted it to do yesterday. I invested some dollars yesterday, and now they're worth 25% less than I invested. It, we, we had, a, we had a, an idealized dream of what just a little thing would do, but we didn't surrender. I think about farmers. Farmers, uh, they, they got a field, which let's just use the metaphor of the field as your life, right? So farmers got a field, and we call that our life. Farmers got a tractor, uh, and maybe we call that our thing, our vocation, the thing that we do. Uh, and within that tractor, there is some seeds. Now, before there was a tractor, I guess he had a shovel, right? So maybe let's just let's let's go back a few hundred years and get into... Uh, the, the nitty-gritty of this. He had a shovel, and he went out. And uh, at some point during the year, he said, I'm going to dig a hole, and I'm going to put this seed in the ground. 
if he holds on to the seed, nothing ever happens. If he lets go of the seed, surrenders, covers it up with dirt, well, now it's on someone else's plate. Now, the miracle of the law of the harvest can begin. And he surrenders and he goes, I don't know if it's going to rain. I don't know if the fall is going to turn into the winter and the winter to the spring and the spring to the summer. I I don't know if we're going to have a drought. I don't know if the wind's going to blow too hard. I don't know if uh, the bugs are going to show up. I I I don't know. He lets go. Surrenders. And the next day he comes back, digs a hole, puts the seed in it, lets go, and surrenders. And at some point, at some point, he falls in love with the practice, with the habit. And over time, flow begins. Sometimes flow's good one year and not so great the next. But that's a story you tell yourself. And it comes down to these expectations that we have that really can affect the flow. And so that's the invitation today. Get real about your habits, your daily activities, your practices. You're not going to be good at a lot of things, right? You can be a wandering generality or a meaningful specific. With your habits, you have to be a meaningful specific. Get very specific about what you are willing to do in all of the spoke of life. Do that and then let go. If you're an artist, make some art. Let go. But no one bought that painting. That's okay. Do another one. Singer-songwriter, get some inspiration. Write a song. Strum a little bit. Sing the ditty. Do they like it? They didn't like that one. Next. Let go. Poet. Write some poetry. Did it resonate with the crowd? It did. Interesting. Take a little riff off that. Study what made that one work. Write the next one. That one didn't work. Let go. Surrender. Come back. Find the practice to get back into it again. It really is this simple. It really is this simple. And again, the I think the hurdle is the interior, uh, the narrative and the words that we use that are always so chaotic and complicated about how we think everything should be. We need to get obsessed with how things are. Most of us are obsessed about how we think they should be. We need to get obsessed about how things are. And how, how, how are things? Uh, dirt just waits for some seeds, and then someone else takes care of the rain. That's how things are. And it's slow. Oh, it's so slow. Especially, you ride out of college, you, you just th- you think the flow is never going to happen. I remember that. It's so slow. Gradually, gradually you fall in love with the habits. Suddenly, you've got flow. Gradually, then suddenly. 
gradually then suddenly. And in the end, a river runs through it. I also, we need an asterisk here. We need a, we need a, a parentheses or, or maybe even another circle within the circle of flow. So if you, if you draw a circle that just says flow and you've got arrows moving uh, clockwise around it, you know, just make sure it says habits, surrender, habits, surrender, habits, surrender. That, that is the water wheel around flow. But I can't help but think that we need to mention gratitude in the midst of all of it. None of, none of it, none of it is ever going to do it for you if you don't just have the most simple yet profound gratitude in your life. And we've, I feel like I've, I'm, I'm a kind of a one trick pony when it comes to speaking about gratitude that I've talked about it forever here, but truly it, it's, it's the state that changes everything. When your state of consciousness is one of gratitude, you you kind of just naturally get out in the field and plant stuff. And you go, I can't, be- I can't believe this field does this. I-, I can't believe, and again, I'm speaking in metaphors, I can't believe y- you plant a little bit of social relationship, connection, and kindness, and it blooms into a vocation opportunity. I, I can't believe that you just do a few little things within your financial world and you look up and 10 years later flow and momentum has happened. I, I can't believe that you just I can't believe that it's just a grain of wheat, a mustard seed, a little pinch of salt. Uh, I can't believe how small the grandiose begins. It's that state of gratitude. And no matter what stage of life you are in, Young adult, 30s, 30s and confused, uh, 20s and got it all figured out, 30s and confused, 40s and, I don't know, just there, I don't really know how to define that yet, Um, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, pushing a bill, it doesn't matter the stage you're in, it's the state that you're in that matters makes all the difference in the world. When you are grateful, you will see the world with enchanted eyes, and enchanted eyes will see the enchanted world. There it is. There it is. Throwing the pen down on that one. When you see the world with enchanted eyes, you will see the enchanted world. (sighs) Gratitude does it. This morning... Um, I'm really going off script right now, but let's roll with it. This morning, I invented something called uh, Gagap. G-G-A-P. Gagap. Stupid. Just walk with me here. And it's called the Gradual Gratitude Awareness Practice. <laughs> Literally, uh, 57 minutes ago, I invented this. Haven't been up that long. Gratitude. Gratitude. <laughs> Gratitude Gradual Awareness Practice. And I just had a thought laying there in bed. Hey man, you better you better start now before you get in the shower. Because your state here on this pillow is going to affect the state in the shower. 
And then the state in the shower is going to affect how you get dressed. That state's going to affect how you make the coffee. That state's going to affect how you come to the podcast. That state's going to affect how you go to work. That state's going to affect how you love your girls. And I, I started, and here, here's the emphasis on the gradual, gradual gratitude awareness practice. It's Redneck Mysticism 101. First thing I said I was grateful for, I was like, man, this pillow is amazing. And then I went, oh, shoot, I missed something. I missed something that's even closer to me than that. I'm grateful for this breath this morning. You see how gradual that that awareness was? That I, I really thought I was starting as close to me as I could when I was grateful for the pillow. But I actually could have gone a little bit deeper. Grateful for the breath. And, and then when you're grateful for the breath, guess where you go next? You go, yeah, that onion can peel back a little bit more. Oh, I'm grateful for the spirit. Yeah, I'm grateful for this thing, this energy, this glue, this this love that sustains me. That if that love wasn't sustaining me at the count of three, I, I whatever this thing is would not exist. I'm thankful for that love that sustains me. Then you can go even further. I'm thankful for the soul. Soul's the total gift. Who you are hidden with the divine in God. Who this is this is who you are. This is you see the gradual. So start as close as you can. I started with the pillow today and I was like, oh, I, I actually I actually could have gone deeper than that. And and then once you've gone so deep, then you can emerge from there, the gradual gratitude awareness practice. I'm thankful for I was thankful for the temperature in the room this morning. I was thankful for this camp for coffee that whoever this dude is in Crested Butte, Colorado that makes these coffee beans, I'm thankful for that guy. And you see it in every moment. And, and when the enchanted eyes see every moment, they see just how holy whatever activity and habit engagement you're about to participate in truly is. Gradually, we live our lives. Suddenly, we find ourselves in flow or fighting the current. And for 2024, my great invitation to you is find some habits, fall in love with them, plant the seed, surrender, and let go. Surrender and let go. Namaste. Till next time.